Oh, hi, welcome. Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Um, just starting a, just to do a short episode here, a little, again, uh, we're departuring. Um, talk about, uh, as I see it, we're talking about with some individuals today about antiquity, historical materialism, and that it's so devalued in the last 20 years. Um, some of it down 100, 125, 150%. We're talking about period decorative arts, period fine art. Anything um, classically trained is down, and it's uh, individuals under fifty. It's you know lack of their lack of culture, their lack of exposure. They're putting their minds in, in other places and knowing everybody's business. That seems to be their interest, and not you know, where they came from. And look at a lot of our leaders of the country; they don't know where we came from either. So, um, but we've never seen such a massive swing. It's gone on twenty five years now slide of uh, antiquity is off so much but and you know as we talked uh, a few episodes ago that uh, do nothing corrupt politicians here in South Jersey um, they don't give a damn about history either uh, they use it as a political tool and they, they use political numbers that are economic numbers that already exist to try and tout themselves and really they don't do anything and here, a lot of these individuals that are kind of part-time politicians, um, you, why why have they become politicians? They they tout their business, they they uh, they brand themselves with their business. They get seen on billboards, and they own heating companies, plumbing companies, and and the like, and and they're they're coaches for for the, this baseball team, and just terrible terrible stuff. And and they throw the politics in there so they get better known at what they do, but. So I just I compiled, compiled some things here, <clears throat> you know, and my real concern is we, we see the United States going down the toilet in the last several years, and I just want to talk about the value of history, and uh, what the majority of our citizens don't see, and you, you almost have to be 55 to 60 and above to, to pick up on it. So, so tonight, our episode, the value of history, we're going to talk about seven ways Seven essential points. Identity. History nurtures personal identity. In an intercultural world, history enables people to discover their own place in the stories of their families, communities, and nations. I don't care if you're in Taiwan, Pakistan, Paris, London, New Zealand. They learn the stories of the many individuals and groups that have come before them and shaped the world in which they live. And the world in which they live can be their country, their town, their city. There are stories of freedom and equality, injustice and struggle, loss and achievement, and courage and triumph. Through these varied type stories, they create systems of personal values that guide their approach to life and relationships with others. So people can identify with these situations. Number two, critical skills. History teaches critical 21st century skills and independent thinking. The practice of history teaches research judgment of the accuracy and reliability of sources and isn't this great? I mean, I, I, I have people all the time 
commenting on how to restore uh, a piece of furniture or a clock and what I just said, reliability and accuracy of, forces, of sources. And they say they saw this on YouTube. They read it on Wikipedia. The majority of the stuff is felonious. It's fake. It's false. It's fraud. It's not checked out. But yet people see it on the computer, on their phone, and they believe it. Validation of facts, awareness of multiple perspectives and biases. Analysis of conflicting evidence. Sequencing to discern causes. Synthesis to to present a coherent interpretation, clear and pervasive written and oral communication and other skills that have been identified as critical to a success and productive life in the 21st century. So you need to learn how people did it in the past, the 16th, 17th, so forth and so on, and you're living in the 21st century. How did people get here with logical thinking of all the facts that I just pointed out? So critical skills are learned from history. So number one, people can identify with something. Number two, individuals can learn critical skills from their past. So with regards to our communities, number three, vital places to live and work. History lays the groundwork for strong, resilient communities that last for hundreds and some thousands of years. No place really becomes a community until it is wrapped in human memory. So what, what more is history than human memory? Family stories, tribal traditions, civic commemorations, sports today. No place is a community until it has awareness of its history. And places that have no history are a little bit nebulous. And I, I'll go on a limb here and I was talking to uh, someone a few days back and, <laughs> you know, we have towns here. We're, we're broadcasting from southern New Jersey and, you know, I'm used to a, a main street in a town. But uh, a funny thing, when you talk about something like a Washington township, there is no town there. It's a bunch of housing developments. There is no identification pinpoint. So... How sad is that? I often wonder how the people feel that live there. I live in Washington Township. Nothing against Washington Township, but I need a cohesive little downtown Main Street or Broad Street in Philadelphia. So it's interesting. So this is the nouveau style of, of, of communities in America. So no place is a community until it has awareness of its history. Our connections and commitment to one another are strengthened when we share these type of stories and experiences. And we'll continue with our community theme here. And let's talk about understanding your past, your history, and economic development. History is a catalyst for economic growth. People are drawn to communities that have presented a strong sense of historical identity and character. So in here, we're actually talking about 18th century, 16th century, 19th century, places like Philadelphia that portrays history, Williamsburg and the like, and many small towns in southern New Jersey where, again, we're broadcasting from. Cultural heritage is a demonstrated economic asset 
and an essential component of any vibrant local economy. Providing an infrastructure that attracts talent and enhances business development. So let's move on to our next bullet point, our future. So what do we need to glean from our history to help us in our future? Engaged citizens. History helps people craft better solutions. Solutions in general, forget better solutions. At the heart of a democracy is the practice of individuals coming together to express views and take action. By bringing history into discussions about contemporary issues, we can better understand the origins of and multiple perspectives of the challenges that face our communities and our nation today. This can clarify misperceptions, reveal complexities, which we have many of today. Even there, everything is hyped up and complexed up because of the virus. Temper volatile viewpoints, which we know right, left, center, we're at a, a boiling point right now. And open people to new possibilities and to lead to more effective solutions for today's challenges. So understanding our history makes us and helps us become more engaged citizens, no matter what age we are. Our leadership. History inspires local and global leaders. History provides leaders with inspiration and role models for meeting the complex challenges that face our communities, nation, and the world. We don't need role models that play basketball, football, baseball, drive race cars in circles on tracks on Sunday afternoon. We need people that have done things to help better the world. And I think that's what we've been lacking here in the last maybe 75 years. It may be a parent, grandparent, distant ancestor, a teacher, a local or national hero in the community, or someone famous or someone little known. Their stories reveal how they met the challenges of their day, which can give new leaders the courage and wisdom to confront the challenges of our time. So the last point we're going to make of the value of history is legacy. History, saved and preserved, is the foundation for future generations. History is crucial to preserving democracy for the future by explaining our shared past. So what has happened in the past, if you understand and live history a little bit, you're sharing it. And you're sharing it as, as a lifelong memorandum to help you get through life in a better standing, a safer and, a, and, and better standing to be with your neighbors. Through the preservation of authentic, meaningful places, documents, artifacts, images, and stories, we leave a foundation upon which future Americans can build. Without the preservation of our histories, future citizens will have no grounding in what it means to be an American. Thanks for listening.